0: Alright, welcome back, Alex. Wait. That was a bank episode. People don't know you were gone. Oops. <laughs> what what did we talk about? Mm,
2: probably something I hated.
0: I honestly yeah. don't remember. I'm think I know what it is now. The Godfather. I'll never tell. <laughs> Alright, but today we're gonna be talking about the CW's arrow. Oh, arrow. Yeah.
3: So, the CW hasn't been
2: this hot since they had the uh, action pack hour with Kevin Sorbo and uh, the two Chinese dudes.
3: Vanishing Sun.
2: Vanishing Sun, that's the
0: one. Boom. Wait, anyway, does that include, like, uh, wasn't those Xena and Hercules on the CW, or am I thinking of something Hercules else?
2: Hercules was. I think Xena came
3: afterwards. It was, well, that was before it was the CW. Oh, okay. In fact... That I'd, was
0: just syndicated shit. Yeah, but
3: that was <laughs> just Channel 5, or it might have been Channel 13.
0: 13. Yeah, it was one of The, the
3: Ocho... It wasn't the Ocho. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, if you've been listening to the episodes you know that I talk about the show um, more than a grown man should. But what the hell? Arrow. Arrow. So, so let's just get into it. We're not going to talk about all the seasons because we're not all cut up, and that's just way too much to talk about. So we'll mm-hmm. focus on the first season, maybe drift a little bit into season two. Where are you guys at, just so we don't spoil anything?
3: I am roughly halfway through season two but to be quite honest, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs>
0: right. Okay. So maybe we'll go season two, at least Alex, you that far?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm that far.
0: All right, cool. All right. So if you guys haven't watched, so first of all, did you guys know much about the green arrow character before you watched the show? Yes,
3: I, I did. And probably for the same reason that Alex did. And that's watching the, the various justice league animations.
0: Okay. Alex, you the same.
2: Uh, Yes, and when I was uh, working on a comic book video game, I did a lot of research on DC characters just in case.
0: Okay, sure. I did. <laughs> that was an excuse to <laughs> research comic book characters. Meh,
1: potato uh, yeah. potato.
0: And for me, the only thing I knew is I've I've read few comic books, but the ones I did, the one I did read was Dark Knight Returns, and he has a brief cameo in that, and that's. The only way I knew him was from that. I don't even know if they called him the Green Arrow. They just called him Oliver, I think. And then later on, I found out that that was the same guy. So, you know, he had one arm. Bizarre. Mm. <laughs> so I came into this, you know, completely uh, not knew anything about him. And my first impressions were it was pretty cool. Like The first season, um, to me, it felt like Dexter meets Batman <laughs> it was kind of very dark. He's always in his little cave. Slash looking at the computer. That was like the Dexter part. Dexter was always Dexter the TV show, not like the cartoon laboratory guy. And um,
3: so let's let's talk about that real quick, Jeff. Okay. Am I the one that's bothered that they that spoilers his secret lair is just basically an office beneath the nightclub?
1: A yeah, secret um, office.
3: I guess that is like a secret to get in there, but
2: he has to punch one three in the number code.
3: Yeah. I I don't know. It just seems like a piss poor place. Like how, like I, obviously he's got ways to sneak in and out of there, but still.
0: To me, I liked it because it was, it is an origin story, right? So it starts from the beginning. He's not going to have some elaborate thing right from the beginning. right? right? He's not going
3: to have a bat cave down there or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, no, (laughs) they definitely upgrade it. According.
0: Yeah. So at first he's just there like working out basically and target shooting. And then, yeah, eventually becomes more and more, but I don't know. I, I mean that if you want my biggest complaint about all, that, all this is yeah, everybody knows who he is. <laughs> um, He's the hero. His his base is pretty well. Yeah, it is a pretty. But I don't care. I mean that's just my opinion on it. But that is something. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a cover, right? He see now it's gone so long. Like, did he run the bar at first, or his friend did, right?
3: So he started. He opened up the bar with his friend. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And then now, I don't know where we are in the seasons, but... Well, not even. I think they don't think it exists anymore. But Thea was running it
3: for a while, a while his sister. Mm-hmm. It's like his so, yeah. underage like high school sister was running the...
2: <laughs> well,
0: she's
3: you a know queen.
2: What? Hey.
0: They actually mentioned that in one of the episodes this season. She was like, I managed a nightclub at the age of... And she said her age, too. And Damn it, now I don't remember if it was above 21 or under 21. 14. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was anyway. only 14 yet, so...
0: So... Excuse me. <laughs> um, so, the way the whole series goes is Oliver it tells a story about he was stranded on an island for five years, and now he comes back, and he's, you don't know why, he kind of reveals as the season goes, but now he has abilities to fight people, shoot arrows, blah, 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 speak different languages. And so, as the series goes, they kind of cut back and forth between present day and then him starting off on the island, and then as he progresses on the island. So I know that's something that Scott has an issue with, and some some people I know really like it. Some people don't. I'm kind of indifferent to it. I mean, the island got a little boring. Um, I, Yeah, for season two, one and two, they just stay on the island. Other seasons, they actually leave a little bit, which is even weirder that he leaves and ends up back on the island because if you see the very beginning of the episode, he's still on the island when he's found. Yeah. So... Oh, I don't know how they're going to explain all that, but what do you guys think?
3: I I think there's it, it's it's simultaneously boring, boring and there's too much stuff going on on the island. Yeah. Like it's like
0: Gilligan's Island where people just yeah, showing off. Yeah, people up. just
3: keep showing up. <laughs> and there's supposed to be it's this Davy Crockett. Yeah, and there's supposed to be this overarching like like super clandestine operation going on. They never really get into that. Before it's even replaced by a different clandestine operations.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they're all after the miracle tribute.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the what?
2: <Mir-a-ru-ru-ru>.
3: The miracle. The miracle. The
2: Dude, just call it the miracle. That's what it is.
3: Scott, damn! I just remember it was some point in season two. Where he actually goes back to the island, and I was, I was just sitting at home going, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's present day, yeah. and He gets built present, a little prison or whatever. Yeah. He goes back to the fucking island. I think that's where I stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but yeah, just, just every episode's the same. Like he's just on the run, and there just need to be less of that. Need to be less of that. And more of like the. The day-to-day stuff—that's always fun. Like we talked about a little bit about this with the Avengers, where the funnest part of Age of Ultron was just seeing them sit around after the party. Like, see, yeah, see him. him I, 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 could do more with him just being Oliver Queen. Like, I guess is what I'm saying, without all the CW drama, if that's possible. That's not possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. And it's like with vineyards and stuff, but it's also twenty two hours you have to fill as opposed to two, so there is gonna be yeah, some uh, of that. I I I'll say this about the island. It's cool in the fact that you know you have your um what do you call it? Your what is it uh Deus Ex Machina Machina Machina? What is it?
3: Yeah. Deus Ex
0: Margarita. Um, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So when they when they need to pull that off in this episode it doesn't come out of nowhere. They'll just flash back to the island right before it happens and show how he learned that right, new skill yeah. he's never used before. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So sometimes that's cool. Sometimes it's oh okay, you're 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 just trying to get away with bad storytelling. But like, oh no, he he learned this how to pretend you're dead for two days trick on the island. You know, like okay. But I do like going back and forth. I do like just because he has long hair he looks younger i don't like dexter did that too dexter always one like a flashback to when he was a kid and just like <laughs> yeah. he has long hair he covered and, his face a little bit and like a grunge t-shirt on so he just lost 20 years hey. yeah
2: He's still he still but like a freaking monster like he is in the present but
3: yeah <laughs> yeah let's, i just want to complain about that again i <laughs> obviously it's it's something for the ladies, but it, at least in the, the first season there's at least like one point in the episode for like a solid minute where they just show him doing some like fucking handstand push ups or doing chin ups or something and he's always shirtless. <laughs> well, I
2: think it was the show is produced by the same people that produced uh Showdown in Little Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: it's very that's
2: possible. A, that's a lot of beef, at least the first season.
3: I, oh, I got I gotta say something else here, yeah. Alex, stop saying beef.
2: As soon as you stop saying tropes.
3: But at least tropes is a real thing that describes what's going on. You saying beef. I, I don't know where you came up with that one.
2: Beef means muscle, my friend. Yes,
3: I understand what you're saying. Well,
2: then, how do you not get it?
1: <sighs> oh,
3: that's
0: funny. All right. Hey, Alex, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, I know the
3: answer to this. What?
2: Damn Who does
3: Robert Beefcake? Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: that guy.
0: Macho Man.
3: Sh- shenanigans.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, I mean that is for the ladies, and I it just cracks me up. There's one scene where like he and Diggle have their shirts off and they're wrestling on the floor, and Felicity's just sitting there, pretty much I think fingering herself. <laughs> if it wasn't CW, she would have been. Yeah. I mean, she really makes the face and is, like, sweaty, you know, like, waving her hand in front of her face and stuff. It's hilarious because they know they're just doing it to do it. Like, there's no real reason for it. Mm-hmm. Ah, it makes me um, All right. So let's get back to the character. So you have Oliver Queen. He comes back. His family. You get introduced to his family. Um, well, his dad's dead. As you, as you learn, his dad dies with him on this whole boat. Sinking. He's not dead. <laughs> and uh, you have his mom. His sister, his stepdad, and uh, his best friend—I forgot his name. Barry Allen. No, what's his best friend's name?
2: Um, Merlin. Uh, yeah, Merlin. Something Merlin. What's his last name?
3: Yeah, Merlin like Torchwood. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was Merlin Torchwood.
2: Oh, okay. That's his dad. All
0: right. And his ex-girlfriends. Tommy. Um, Tommy Merlin. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. So his ex-girlfriend uh, ex yeah, ex girlfriend Laurel and his friend Tommy, who who are now dating each other. So when he comes back, it's weird, but not really, because he when he went on the boat to begin with, he was actually with Laurel's sister.
3: This is where the CW stuff gets a little Yeah. <laughs> and and Jesus Christ, half the people in his life are just doing his shit. <laughs> I, I'm sure like he wasn't home long before he was like, Oh, I wish I was back on the island.
2: Yeah, I know. They give him a lot of grief. It's like yeah, you were never there.
0: Oliver. see that's why he went back to the island scott you can't complain you can't have it both ways buddy yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have
2: to get away from the two harpies that live in my house
0: <laughs> so uh yeah is um speaking of harpies all the females in his family have uh some kind of lip bump. <laughs> lip bump.
3: Lip
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're on their lips it's weird they both where they both have them but um yeah, so his uh, the girl doesn't want to see him because I forgot why. Why doesn't she want to see him? Oh, because she stood her up for that, or does she know that he went with her? I don't even remember.
3: No, so they know. So they, they, yeah, she, they know they went down on the same ship.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she you, so you cheated on me yeah, with my own sister. his
3: girlfriend's uh, sister. Yeah.
0: But within like four episodes, she takes him back, or <sighs> then it becomes a love triangle with his best friend and blah blah blah. Her dad is chief of police or some kind of
3: uh
0: who who's always either really mad at oliver or really on the side or really mad he just he's never he's the most bipolar character like he's
3: just a raging alcoholic in real life (laughs) he's always got like like he hasn't shaved for a few days even Mm -hmm. when they even when he's wearing the police uniform he's got (laughs) a button like just a weird like yeah but he's always got the super styled up hair. I, I don't know. The, he, he has the midlife crisis hair. <laughs> well,
0: uh-huh. speaking of that, like, he he is an alcoholic, and so is Laurel. So I don't know if you, when this happens at some point during the she's series, she's like popping
3: pain pills, isn't she? Yeah.
0: yeah, she falls off the wagon, and it's it's almost as Elizabeth Berkeley bad,
3: like her <laughs> addiction. I'm so excited. I'm so scared <laughs> but yeah so let's let's run down this okay so so annoying or not annoying uh Laurel the, the ex-girlfriend
0: new feature super annoying
2: the
3: most annoying okay agreed yeah Tommy his best friend he's dead he's dead spoilers yeah don't before, hassle the before dead annoying uh, he's, he's
0: alright okay. I didn't really find him too annoying yeah, me either
3: he was Diggle. justifiable
0: in most of this stuff. I like Diggle. Diggle's awesome. He's the rock.
2: Diggle's alright. He's Charles S. Dutton? Thea. Uh
0: um, She
2: starts off annoying.
0: Yeah, she kind of goes back and forth. hmm The
3: mom, Moira. G- Super annoying.
2: I don't like her. Uh
3: yeah, the Her mom's mole. Uh Her mom Laurel's Laurel's dad, Quentin. <laughs> annoying. Uh, fun english drunkman <laughs> oh the no the stepdad uh, oh yeah he's that guy's actually the coolest one in the family yeah. <laughs> all right, and then and then we're getting into spoiler territory here Ooh. uh felicity uh how's that a spoiler um
0: she's actually the first two seasons she wasn't annoying, season three, she kind of got annoying, but um I don't find her annoying
3: also for for the record, I do find her to be more attractive than like all the other women that he. Almost all of them, anyways. That that Oliver hooks up with through the course of the uh, series and a half that I saw.
2: Yeah,
0: there, there's lots of them that you. We'll, we'll maybe we'll have a list on that. We'll rate them yes. later. But uh, <laughs> uh, sl- Slade, <coughs> <laughs> over the top villain. I like it. Yeah.
2: It was over the. T- I just wish they would have picked the more slender dude. I guess they had they wanted to pick somebody that was huge and physically imposing, but I never Slade was never that that it he's just it's just conflicting because of the comic book version that I have in my head. So
3: oh, in your head, I I don't know. And all the animation stuff I've seen him in, he's not been tiny. So
2: well, not tiny, but
3: What it not not he's like he's he's had a big build like they eh, all do.
2: Okay. Well, then I'm going to complain about his, his mask, because that was awful. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, uh, Helena. <laughs>
1: who's
0: Helena? Uh, the Huntress.
2: Helena, my Helena.
0: That's the T-Mobile girl?
2: <laughs> 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 I wish. Yeah, uh, she's uh, not as attractive as the T-Mobile girl. Yeah. Uh, I found, found her kind
0: of annoying. Yeah. All
3: right. the,
0: Wait, who's the Huntress?
3: That's the, the mob daughter. Mm-hmm. it goes all psycho uh, I thought that was the old T-Mobile girl yeah,
2: yeah. it looks like I can see
3: Well, she rides she rides the motorcycle mm-hmm. yeah, she's wearing she's
2: got crossbow okay. guns which are <laughs> extremely impractical but they're self-loading somehow
0: yeah she was annoying hey, uh,
2: uh
0: Dinah
3: Dinah my Dinah
0: who's Dinah? It's
3: Laurel's sister
0: super that's Sarah. that's Sarah
3: oh wait uh is it no yeah what am i thinking about? you're right i know i'm right Sarah. Yes, annoying anyways
0: i don't find her that annoying
2: her lips are always cracked <laughs> It looks that way to me
3: <laughs> jesus you guys all right <laughs> what she's still attractive so i apparently find most of these guys annoying so
0: mm-hmm yeah they're not that bad um I do find yeah, I don't know if you mentioned him yet, the other guy, uh his partner. Is Speedy? Speedy, well they call oh. they call Thea Speedy in oh, most places. Yeah. yeah. Roy, yeah. I find him annoying. Yeah.
3: I think I think they called her Speedy just to fuck with people. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're gonna make her the sidekick? I and mean, then really. stupid.
2: And then she has an addiction.
0: Oh. You gotta keep watching, Scott.
3: Okay. Well, Roy's like Ah H. Roy, Roy's Roy's good sidekick material because he's like four foot ten. Yeah, <laughs> he's super short. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Man, sorry, because he's, he's like oh, the same height as the sister. <laughs> She's tiny. Yep.
2: <laughs> the whole time I was like, just teach him how to shoot arrows
1: already, Chibah H. Yeah.
0: So anyway, okay. So we just set up all the characters. He has his family, blah blah blah. Stuff happens. He's he's trying to um rid the city of crime. Anyone who has failed this city, <laughs> he has a. Right in the for all through the first season, he pretty much just kills. There's no there's no honor. He just flat out murders people. Which murder. I I like and don't like. It was cool. I like that they addressed it. It was like wow, this guy's just flat out murdering people. And then as the show progresses, it's like all right, there he's gonna it just, taking a toll on him and he is going to stop doing that. Um did you guys have any repercussions on that.
3: Yeah, no, I I did think it was silly that you're supposed to be rooting for him the whole time but he's just murdering people.
0: Yeah. I was rooting so, for that.
3: So like the cop? Oh yeah, I mean you're still rooting for him but it's like there's no real conflict when the police are after him.
0: Right, like they they should be after yeah, him. Exactly. He's a goddamn murderer. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. And and really they sh- they, they still should be. <laughs> it's not like you decided to stop killing people that you didn't, you know, already kill as other people, but I guess they're all bad. They were all bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you kill anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, then some hilarious stuff that they they brought out in the pilot, but they never, you know, explain. So he has the hacking arrow.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: I the, guess that was like,
2: a one of a kind thing. That, he that was like a
3: one off, um, like. If he's that good of a hacker, he would never even need to kill anybody. He just like bankrupt all these assholes, or mm-hmm. track them down, or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I didn't really understand like where the fuck he came up with that because he needs uh, Felicity to do all the the magical computer stuff after that. Mm-hmm. And found
2: uh, found that one on the uh, Japanese sub on the island. Yeah, there was, only, there was only one.
3: Yeah, and that's the funny thing so, about yeah. Felicity's character. She starts off as like, oh, she's the computer person, but then he's like. <laughs> He comes up like in episode ten or twelve and he's like, Here, I need you to run a spectral analysis on this. Like, first of all, I have no idea what the fuck a spectral analysis is, which he's like, Okay. Like all of a sudden she's a biologist and a forensic pathologist, on top of being a you know, a computer science major. IT. Yeah. And a marine biologist. And a marine biologist. Mm hmm. And a doctor. Yeah, so let's talk. I mean,
0: we're putting that aside okay, we also have to remember this is based on a comic book. Right. So this is not CSI or Yeah, no, it's just
3: funny how they transition it because yeah. they tried to actually keep it grounded at first where he has to he's he finds a busted laptop so but he can't fix it because he doesn't know how. So he yeah. so he takes it to somebody that would. It actually makes a lot of sense. But then all of a sudden right. she's like the super genius. <laughs> well, I mean, even you're right. That's that's way over the top. I mean, even just, you
0: know, got to get into the central computer, she just sits down and within 3 seconds yeah. I mean that's movies, but this is even more bizarre than that. I mean, she gets in in like three seconds. It's
3: that's just pretty one of hilarious. My but favorite things about again or recent, recent uh, TVs and movies where they're hacking stuff, where they're always like, "I just hacked the so and so just to show up badass." There, they're like, "I just hacked into the Pentagon. I just hacked into the DOD." Like they always name some big thing that they hacked into. It's like the new thing. <laughs> well, that's what I do. Oh yeah. Um. So, yeah, so
0: there's her. I mean, so he over time he assembles a team. Like we, so we kind of mentioned that where we well, just mentioned that. We he'd have technical problems. He would go to the company IT person who happens to be this really hot chick who has glasses and a ponytail, so she's not hot. And uh, <laughs> hands her stuff and has her fix it, kind of like Batman and um, Lucius Fox in the first Batman movie, right? And then
2: Lucius is smoking hot. You just couldn't
1: tell. <laughs>
0: And, uh, you know, fixing stuff for him, not giving the answers. Uh, finally, she becomes part of the team. He has a bodyguard assigned to him named Diggle. and He's ex-Marine's awesome badass dude who eventually joins his team. <laughs> Listen here, <laughs> motherfucker. He never throughout the entire series. This year, they finally addressed it. Like, everyone has costumes and masks, and he's just running out there with a leather jacket and a gun.
3: Like, <laughs> no one cares about Diggle. I don't know, understand that. <laughs> I like one episode or two where he throws on the hood. Does he? Yeah. I, I when when Oliver name. can't. Oh, okay, yeah. Or it's part some <coughs> part of some plan where Oliver has to be seen with with the vigilante, the Hood, uh, you know, so people don't you know suspect that it's him. Uh, and then
0: just throughout the show, bad guys emerge. There's this whole Chinese triad stuff, <clears throat> Russian gangs. And then the city, Central City, or no Starling? I'm confused now. On my cities in these shows. This is Starling. This is Starling? City, yeah. yeah. And eventually, it becomes Star City, and I forgot how that happens. But um, the his best friend's dad is a really bad dude who's trying to fuck up the whole city.
3: That that annoyed me. That that whole <laughs> anytime they talk about their super evil plan, they'd always be like, "It's the Undertaking." Like we're we're continuing the undertaking. And they just kept calling it the undertaking, and they never really explained anything until like the season finale, right?
0: And it's revealed that there is this conspiracy with his parents are involved, and that's his, one of the last things his dad told him is that he was a bad person. He gave him this list of people, and that's initially how he starts off, just killing, marking people off this list and taking them out.
1: You feel this Yeah.
0: And uh, what, what happens? So, what's her face shows up. Uh, this blonde girl in an outfit starts kicking ass. Um, is uh, what what they what do they call her? Black Canary. Yeah. Um. So, spoiler alert: this turns out to be Sarah, the same girl that Laurel's sister, <laughs> who was on the boat with him that got sunk. When he ended up on the island, she ended up being saved and being trained by Ra's al Ghul. Oh yeah, I'm not that uh, far. Liam Neeson's? Uh, <laughs> well, not necessarily by Razz al Gul, but being trained, yeah, <laughs> it the
1: by the League of Shadows.
0: Shadows. By the League of Shadows, yeah. I don't know if he was personally trained by Raz, but yeah, but you no, know, she is because she falls in love with Raz's daughter. I'm definitely but- not that far.
2: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but not Talia. It's a different daughter, the one not famous well, from the movie. Uh, the
2: guy that lives as long as Raz is going to have a lot of kids. <laughs>
3: this is true. So, um. so there was one point when I laughed. uh season two yeah. after the black canary shows up and oliver takes her back to the to the secret lair underneath the the nightclub and he's like stay here and he goes off to do his to do whatever he's whatever it is he's going to do so just Deagle there and she goes to leave and he's like no you can't leave and she looks up at him and says uh i'm i'm leaving one way the another you can't stop me and you know it and i'm looking at him and he's like a foot and a half taller and he's got like a hundred pounds on her. Like I get it that she's supposed to be a badass, but <laughs> it's just it was just an awkward shot. Like if she was saying it from across the room or something, maybe it would have been better. But she's standing like three feet away from him. Like I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Looks like you could yeah, just back the neck.
3: I have a hard time buying her kicking ass, I guess. Wait, Sarah? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Then you definitely need to stop watching the show because <laughs>
3: Well, no, I've already seen her a bunch of fight scenes, and it's okay, but...
0: No, 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 Like, just other people start fighting in the in the show who have no reason why they should be able to fight. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Laurel starts fighting and turning into a crime fighter.
3: She's the worst. There you go.
0: Yes. And uh, <laughs> what the fuck? At least Sarah was trained on an island for five years by the League of Shadows. Laurel was trained like... by a kickboxer gym guy. Oh. Like
3: <laughs> she knows, Chivas. she knows jujitsu. Know. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Um.
0: Anyway, I won't go. I won't say any more there. Just it, it just happened. Just that was oh, I that hope. was spoiled on me
2: for me on uh, Flash, and I didn't care.
0: Yeah, now, I want to. We'll get back into that the whole crossover thing in a little bit. But oh, um... <laughs> well, yeah, it's true, huh? Um, I'm not putting the sound effect in <laughs> I don't blame her. Uh Damn I was just gonna say So there's a whole Thea drug problem Whatever blah 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 the...
2: She just has a little drug thing Which she'll sleep it off whatever
0: <laughs> yeah. um, Damn it I did lose the thing I was gonna say Anyway season one a bunch of shit happens <laughs> uh, It sure Marvel- does. <laughs> um, Like I said uh His best friend's dad is Merlin. What's his name? Merlin something.
2: Torchwood Merlin.
0: Is Bobby's is Tommy's dad. And he pretty much destroys the city. Ends up killing Tommy accidentally by destroying the city. Tommy gets killed by falling debris. And season two, that's what uh, I almost said, Dexter Oliver Queen is just like, Oh, I can't kill anymore. I killed Tommy and everyone's upset.
2: Killing is bad.
0: And that's it. And then a lot of people who you thought were dead or disappeared in season one come back in season two, including Slade, where he's kind of the main bad guy. He's his buddy almost all through season one, right? In the in the
3: woods. Uh it's, so it starts off with the the uh the old Chinese general guy. And that's and right. then it's eventually gets around to to Slade. Right.
0: Oh, I forgot about that original guy. Yeah, and then hits his uh, daughter, right? Yeah, Shadow that hangs out. With, yeah, Shadow that hangs out with, and that becomes another love triangle that makes them arch enemies throughout season two.
3: Mm-hmm. Cle- clearly, a lot of <laughs> Oliver's problems stems from the fact that he can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> More stuff happens on the
0: island. He, uh, he, you just see as he learns different techniques. He becomes friends with Slade. Blah blah blah. Slade, in the present day. Ends up there, trying to get revenge because of this whole. The girl dies. Shadow dies. He blames uh,
3: Oliver Queen. Yeah. Very convoluted. You took
2: everything uh, from me, Oliver.
3: So there's. So yeah. I. I think last I saw, they finally reveal that he's like back. I haven't seen anything past that. But the uh, uh-huh. on the on the island. So they do go over some re- some highly relevant things like. They show Wait, Oliver. Oliver having to kill for the first time, like that was pretty good. With that like, bird? A, no, like a person. Like you kill he, basically goes, he basically goes, basically goes ape so- shit. Like he goes into rage uh, mode for- and kills dude.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. He was like didn't want to kill anybody for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: very uh, reticent to do that, and then you know, so he gets more and more okay with the idea of killing people. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: So yeah, this I guess we'll go up to season two. So Scott, you're prepared to be a little bit spoiled.
3: You've already said a bunch of season two shit.
0: I know, but like I'm gonna like I know I'm, i now I'm know if you're gonna yeah, spoil this is for stuff. real. <laughs> um. So yeah, he ends up fighting Slade. He ends up uh basically imprisoning him on the island. He he wins the battle at the end or whatever, and imprisons him back on the island. And you find out that uh um. Wait, see. I, I hope I'm not drifting in. Cover your ears, if maybe not be spoiled. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sarah gets killed, and uh, I don't know if I won't say who kills her because that may be come in season three. But so Sarah dies <clears throat>
2: once again. Flash spoil that for me, and I don't care.
0: <laughs> and then so yeah, that's and the mom dies. Sorry, and the mom Moira My, Myra, Myra dies.
1: What about
0: the mole lived. Right. <laughs> yes! It's the best character. Thea, get, Thea gets a haircut and she looks a lot better with short hair. Um, like Listen, like lets that winch, her hair down. Like that
2: What's her face that was partnered with uh, Roy?
3: But I'm back. So I, ref- okay. I, I, I vaguely heard Jeff say something about how everybody dies. Yes.
0: Okay.
3: Except
2: for the moles.
0: Oh. And then Thea gets a haircut. Yes, they get the haircut, it looks a lot better. Um we didn't mention that we didn't
2: mention that uh other uh girl that was partnered with Roy for a while. Oh wait, no, and she was protecting Sarah. That's the one. Which girl? She's got really short hair, she's always wearing leather jackets and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Yeah, I don't she was forgettable.
2: The girl on
3: the streets. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um I think in season 2 at some point you're introduced to uh Raza Ghul. Th- the fact that Raza Ghul is out there Le- League of Shadows and blah 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 and that um his daughter is uh in love with Sarah. and so she comes to protect her or visit her or bring her back to the League of Shadows. Oh yeah,
2: I do remember that.
0: Yeah. And uh that becomes more of a I mean, it was a big thing in season 3, so I won't go into any more of that. Um. Yeah. So that's it. So I want you mention the flash stuff. So that happened in season one, two, or three.
2: Oh, of uh, Arrow.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it was season three. So then I guess we shouldn't talk about it. But um, I think that's it. I know we want, we let's, uh, we want to rate the women because they're attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so go for it. Which girls do you is like the best? Uh. I think most of them are all, all good, but God,
2: I'm gonna have to go.
3: Is is it still creepy to say the sister ends for season one? No. Okay.
0: They're all over eighteen. You you creepo.
2: Yeah, they're actors. They have to be.
3: <laughs> you are not allowed to act unless they're eighteen. Yeah.
0: If they look young, they're just
3: midgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity, Shadow, uh,
2: Ooh. sister. What's her? Thea top 3 shadow sister Felicity.
0: wow um yeah i, don't know. I, I we have to limit 3
3: at least three. no but yeah at least um, Well, well the thing is like and then the rest like i wouldn't have either of the like the the prices like, on my list see i bug, like laurel bug, it bug see,
0: me laurel season 1 looks wise i really thought she was really yeah i guess she
2: would be number, number 4 th- she's pretty
0: She's... especially season one, I think she like lost some a ton of weight between, and so she's just all like skinny and all like her chin's all messed up. I don't know <laughs> season one laurel I'll take
1: i don't know whatever they're all hot um
0: Rogol's daughter's pretty damn hot they' I'll take them all <laughs> I like Sarah I like them all there you go mm-hmm um
2: Diggle number yeah. five.
0: Diggle, yeah, I'll take Diggle and Oliver too. What the, what the hell not? And uh, when do they introduce Superman? Not they know oh, they the end. Him. Yeah, Brendan Roth was that season three.
2: Uh, it was season one, it was one, one of the Flash. I know that. <laughs> that's when I saw him. Okay. Man, and that Superman thing keeps haunting him.
1: <laughs> so they're yeah, gonna, so we're we have- gonna
2: make a side a crack about that when he's on a DC property show. As another character, of course. but
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so without spoilers, as the seasons go on now, they're intermixing intermixing?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: with the Flash, which is pretty cool. You'll have Oliver Queen show up in Flash episodes. Flash show up in Arrow shows. And apparently now they're coming up with this new uh, show, Legends of Tomorrow, where you're going to have all these new characters. And they've already started those characters on these shows. So as we're mentioning, uh, the Adam—he's been a character for a season and a half now on um, on Arrow, and he eventually—he hasn't become well. Uh, he may become the Adam at some point. <laughs> um, like I mentioned, Black Canary may maybe branching off that. that I haven't really explained yet. Um, and then on the Flash, I guess recently. See, I don't know enough about some of these. I guess they just introduced Hot Girl the other day, but I don't know who Hot Girl
3: is, so I didn't know catch <laughs> the know, name. Hot, hot, hot Girl or Hawk Girl? Hawk. Oh,
2: Hawk girl. Okay.
3: Yeah, no, that's, that's... We're getting into Justice League territory with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least the animated stuff, anyways. So... Well, oh,
0: you are with Flash and Green Arrow too, apparently. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I guess uh, it would be cool. I know these new Justice League movies coming out, and I think they're all having different cast members, but it would have been cool to have this guy, yeah, I, I like uh, him as
3: I like him as the hero, even though they have him say dumb shit sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, he looks the part. He, you know, yeah. It's a lot of one stuff.
1: thing,
0: the one thing I heard was an argument against it, which I can kind of agree with, is by keeping them totally separate, it doesn't handcuff the show from doing yeah. whatever they want. I guess yeah. Agents of Shield has that problem where they're boxed in by the movies and they can never. It's all just set up for the movie. So I – nothing – I haven't watched it so I can't – say this is true or not. But they're kind of setting up. Something cool is going to happen. Something cool is going to happen. And then they're like, send in the Avengers. And all this cool shit happens in the movie. And then you know, you just kind of hear, well, oh, that was really cool when Iron Man did shit. Now let's do some other stuff. <laughs> and so with, yeah. with these shows, they can kind of just do their own thing. And if Flash wants to die, he can – you know. and Flash two, All this stuff. They don't have to keep it tied with the movie, which I guess is a good counterpoint. But yeah. I don't know. Alright, anything else, Dad? It's time
3: for Neum News! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ya. So I have one review. I saw Spectra. Oh, did you now? Mm. Heard it was getting kind of slammed. Da, 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 yeah, I'm, da, da, da.
0: I... It, almost all these Bond movies are exactly the same, so I don't know... For me, I don't know why people would slam this and not... The other three movies, to me, they're all kind of the same. I'm not a huge Bond guy, so maybe that's it. I don't. They're all the same. So I think if you like Bond movies, you'll like this one. Um, I didn't think Skyfall was so awesome that this, that it can't be competed with, that people are comparing it to. I don't know. Really? They sing that?
2: I mean, I like Skyfall, but... Hmm.
0: Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, if you like Bond movies, go watch it. He's still good. Some hot girls in it. Cool cars, Wait, cool gadgets. When did this happen? Hot <laughs> yeah.
2: girls in a Bond movie. Yeah.
0: Um, I will say that the I was not a spoiler. Everyone knows that Christoph Waltz is the bad guy in it. What? Underused. He didn't didn't seem, or maybe just no one knows how to write for him like Quentin does. I don't know. It just it <laughs> felt like he was not used the way we know you can, you know, as a bad guy, he was an inglorious bastard and stuff, right? I guess maybe you were expecting that, and you did not get that with mm. him. There, so That would be my only negative of the movie. But, like I said, I think all Bond movies are kind of boring and not that great to begin with, so... Yeah. Scorpio, you're totally mad. And then the other thing I want to talk to you guys about is the new International Star Wars trailer. Did you guys see that one? New-
3: I purposely didn't watch it, because I the first thing that i saw headlining along with it was reveals more of the story so yeah. i'm like eh, i got enough out of the, the big trailer i
2: got a little okay. side story but after you're
0: done all right well i was just gonna say that was one thing or i don't know someone posted i think matt posted it and i watched it and it was like a, some new footage and i okay and then it was like yeah a whole new trailer so if you haven't watched it i wouldn't watch it so it good you guys were smart all right. And then you guys see the Warcraft trailer. I did. Yep. So if you hate this stuff, why do you keep watching trailers? What? Well, you, th- you say trailers give away too much. <laughs> yes. oh,
3: I, didn't, I didn't give a shit about the Warcraft trailer. Yeah, Star Wars is a <laughs> <difference. Jesus. laughs> I thought awesome, you, man. I thought you would. You guys, or you played so much, Sky. I thought you would care about it. I don't know. Okay. How excited would you be about a NeverQuest movie? Really? Pretty damn excited, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess. I guess teach their own, but, like, to me, it's, like, (laughs) it's just a video game. Like, I'd be into, like, if they did a Mass Effect movie or something like that, maybe I'd take that seriously, but... yeah, yeah, it's just kind of goofy, fantasy. But anyways, yeah, uh, so what'd you think of the trailer, Jeff? I didn't see it. you didn't see it? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, Visually, it looked alright. Like, they were doing some cool stuff with the CGI. Like, where they did, like, the... CGI over the actors a la uh, um, Avatar yeah. but yeah there's there's some like generic fantasy story going on and
2: yeah you watch the trailer and you know where the movie's going
1: yeah
3: you're kind of far away from your Mike Alex oh. sorry
2: there you go yeah you watch the right, you, watch, you watch the trailer <laughs> and shut up and you know where the
0: movie's going
2: so me Warcraft
3: all right.
0: Yeah, I'll probably not. I probably won't even watch the movie.
3: But I'm, I'm hoping. Just... You know, I mean, I'm always glad when the stuff gets released. You know, I'm always happy for a good fantasy movie. But most of them suck, so I usually don't go with high expectations. I mean, really, it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I guess rain like Reign of Fire, Dungeons and Dragons. <sighs> it's you know, <laughs> Princess Bride. <laughs> Inconceivable. I'll give it. Yeah,
2: Pan's Labyrinth. Come on.
3: Uh, that's fantasy, but not, that's not like fantasy adventure. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. All right, Alex, news. Uh, so
2: I guess they kind of announced who Lupita Nyong'o's character was, but (laughs) she was revealed in the trailer. I mean, not in the trailer, sorry, in the poster. And
0: she's a little bumblebee-looking character, or whatever. Yeah, right
2: next to BB-8 and R2D2, strangely enough. And I guess her name is Maz Kanata. Okay. I read "Katana" half the time, but it is not that. And uh, yeah, there she is. She's wearing goggles, and she looks like a Yoda.
3: You see what kind of race she is, or is she the Yoda race, whatever that is.
2: No, she's she's like a Yoda, but without the ears. And she's got goggles on, so. Hmm, it's not Trivial.
3: yet. Trivia, real quick. You guys ready? Let's see who gets this answer first. Okay. Ready, Jeff? Push yep. bump. What race is Yoda? Unknown.
2: Uh, he is a Yoda race.
3: Okay. I honestly don't know. So. <laughs> I, I don't think
0: they've ever said. It's unknown.
3: It's not even on the Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I think it's unknown, but I don't I don't know this for
2: 100%. Well, if it's in the uh, EU, then it's gone. It's something else entirely now.
0: Yeah. Whole, all of Wookieepoody, I think, is, uh, <laughs> is obsolete <laughs> <Yep>. now. <laughs> Except with anything that happened in the movies. Now there's
2: going to be EU one, yeah, then you know, modern exactly. EU. Ugh.
0: And wasn't there... There was a girl one on the Jedi Council named Yaddle. Yeah. And then I think they cut her, they CGI'd her out of the DVDs and stuff. <laughs> they, they did? <laughs> I think someone said that because when they went back and made Yoda from a puppet back to CGI, oh, they couldn't nice. have the crappy version of her sitting around or something. So <laughs> I think that's what I heard. I don't know. Lord knows I'm not going to go back and watch Phantom Menace anytime soon. So You'd love that movie. Oh. oh. Anything else?
2: Uh. Yeah, speaking of Star Mm -hmm. Wars, just uh, a little aside here. I was uh, with my boys, like you do, and uh, I was going to put music on, but on my uh, YouTube feed, I've been like, oh, Star Wars trailer. I didn't watch the new one, of course, but I searched – Luca hadn't seen um, the teaser trailer, and that's the one I've seen. So I looked that one up, and we were watching it, and he was so freaking excited. (laughs) I I literally – tears started welling up in my eyes. Nice. I could not love my children more than I did at that moment.
0: <laughs> That's sad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but <laughs> it did really tug at my heartstrings and uh, my gosh, I can it must have been now I know how my dad felt when he took me to Star Wars so getting a little choked up.
0: Cool. Are you going to take them?
2: Oh hell yeah. When they <laughs> when they're over at the $2000 theater the first day
0: do they even have two dollar theaters anymore? Yeah, over
2: at the main place.
3: <laughs> oh, all right. It's gonna be yeah.
2: the first movie that they watch in theaters.
3: You Sight. you're gonna have to bring like a <coughs> like a paint scraper or gum scraper or something to get them off the seats and the floor. But, <laughs> <laughs> mmm,
2: yummy, delicious. Make sure, make sure you hose
3: them down with Lysol after you get out of the theater.
2: Yeah, seriously.
3: All right, Scott. Uh, not a lot on my end. Uh, just a couple quick things. So apparently, Suicide Squad is going to be PG Uh, (laughs) thirteen. Yay!
2: That's going to be great.
3: So I mean, I I can see where they're going with this. It's all part of the. I it's 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 part of the DC universe. They're all trying to keep them, you know, PG thirteen and not ours. But if there ever were to be uh, a movie, this would have been it because they're all villains. So yep. you get away with them doing horrific things, but you know, PG thirteen. DC's kind of always been that way. So I mean, just because it's all comic book
1: movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just
3: because it's PG thirteen doesn't mean that it can't be fun and good, but it just means yeah, that it Bat- won't be violent, as you know. Yeah. Which could have made it won't be it,
0: violent enough. All the Batman, Batman movies were yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah, they are. Right? That's what I'm
3: saying. It'd still be fine, oh, yeah. but That's yeah. but I was just saying, like, like the tone. You can tell the tone of the movie is just going to be in line with those other ones
2: joker harley quinn deadshot not blood splattering people everywhere
3: yeah. and then uh my other little bit here uh Gem and the it. holograms <laughs> yeah, last in theater about two theaters about two weeks and then got pulled
2: of course it did
3: um so maybe i mean maybe there's upside here maybe this movie will serve as a cautionary tale to all these shitty remakes or this constant stream of shitty remakes that maybe they should stop and think about A, either making it, or B, how they want it made.
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. uh, they Definitely clearly. Went, how they want it made, yeah. Like with Jim and the Holograms, they, they went way off the original thing where A, there's no holograms <laughs> for starters, and B, they're like these, I guess, teenage <laughs> kids? I don't know.
0: And Jim was spelled J I M. It's about some dude. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that, was, that was the weirdest part. Stupid <laughs> Jim. Oh, Jim. Homes. Yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah, totally bombed. Uh, it's fine so, if you want to so, redo you know,
2: something like this for a new generation, but God damn it, make it good.
0: Yes. We we'll just stick to the original material. Before, I don't get why, they. why yes. would you change. It? I know you don't have to Super Mario realize it.
2: Of no. course.
3: Hey, you know what? Kids like this. Let's not make that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. Or, or
3: even worse, kids aren't going to like this, but we still might have a market for the people that watched this in the early 1980s. It's, but again, yeah, let's change it.
1: Mm-hmm. So Let's
3: make sure nobody wants to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's the producers. They tried to make the worst possible movies so they can get their money back or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe
2: they're was all getting exactly drunk in Hawaii right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe there was Hitler... <laughs> it really was like their agent or something. And <laughs> oh, come on, baby. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, let's Oh, actually, continue. sorry, sorry. One more, one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, Um yeah. So, just real quick, this was a huge game, video game, or that this last couple of weeks and the next week coming up. Splatoon. Huge for video games. So, I had I picked up Fallout Four and Legacy of the Void on Tuesday. The latest StarCraft expansion. Uh, oh, is that what they? Both is? are really good. I mean, you're, you got Black Ops if you're into that. Uh, there's the new Tomb Raider coming, so lots, lots of potential.
0: <laughs> Scott said that with disgust. You got Black Ops if you're into that.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, those games it are is. fun, but it's just kind of ridiculous that there's so much hype about them every, or at least the massive marketing every year for yeah. these games.
2: Every release, yeah, it has to be the video biggest video game ever.
0: I don't know, but I, I like that commercial, the Carl Jr. commercial with the bouncing blonde. That's my favorite. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed you even remember what it was for, Jeff. <laughs> it's, yeah. It wasn't for burgers? It's funny, Marshawn Lynch shows up. which is <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I'm right here, bruh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, what, yeah, Halo just came out as well, right? And then um, next week is the Star Wars game. That's right, Battlefront.
3: Battle yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Big month for Vigigames.
0: games. Cool. I won't be getting any. Of the, I'll probably get Battlefront. I won't. I know I'll get Battlefront, but I don't think I'll get any of the other ones. But, but cool. And I know the big update for Xbox came out today, and it freaking sucks.
3: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I want to play. But in all these other games, I'll be playing Mass Effect right now.
0: Yeah. So it's cool that you can play your old 360 games, but uh, the limited list know. of old
2: 360 games.
0: Yeah, but supposedly they'll just be online them as they go, so a yeah. more and more will come online. Yeah. But, but uh, the interface is okay. I got to rant real quick. Is it not Windows Ten? It's Windows Ten now. Yeah, I think. I mean, it kind of looks the same, but it's different. Yeah, and they everything's have
2: a, vertical. And yeah, it takes some getting but, used to.
0: This front screen is not much different than the original, but it pisses me off. It always has. As you have your front. Kind of the big square, whatever your main app is, and then on the right in Prime Real Estate are fucking advertisements for a service that you pay for yearly and a system that you paid a million dollars for, and each game you have to pay money for, well, and there's still advertisements
2: no so. so.
3: Man, how am I gonna get discounted? Sucks. I don't know how I'm gonna get discounted uh, gold account. <laughs> this is gonna suck.
0: eBay. Yeah. Too bad. I bought a bunch before I left. For moi. Yeah.
2: No, you can find them uh, as low as like $35 on eBay. That's cool.
3: Yeah. Someone's willing to lose money.
2: <laughs> I guess they get they get them wholesale. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure like it's all in the up and up. Hmm. Whatever.
0: I'm getting, I know, I'm getting I sell mine. For, I sell them for 39 now. What? what?
2: <laughs> no, thanks.
0: Um, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't like the new layout, but I've only used it for a little bit. All right. On to Star Wars, March to Force Awakens, jump, jump. stuff. Jump, jump. All right, so our list was top five moments from the prequels. Grown. So this is gonna be tough, but we can't all can't all be fun.
3: We have to. <laughs> <laughs> I join this podcast for work. Sometimes you just gotta do things you don't want to do. This is our penance Shit, for serious.
0: such great stuff we have to pay a price. God damn. So Um I guess I'll go first and I will say <clears throat> Okay, first of all, mine are no actual like dialogue, plot points, it's all gonna be like visual stuff that was cool. mine's a yeah, mix. Yeah, goes without saying, but I just want to throw it out there. Like, mine's a mix. The time where it was revealed that he had a lot of Mendoclorians is not gonna make my list. <laughs>
2: What about when Obi-Wan is talking to a Lady Shick? What? <laughs> that the communicator is shaped out of, after a Lady Shick.
0: I don't know what Oh, Lady Shick. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh.
2: I didn't say Bush Bump, I said
0: <laughs> So for me, and this is where. Okay, the hey, number five. Then we had number, number five. The very, very beginning of Phantom Menace. When Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon, the jig is up or whatever. And they they put the gas in the room. They light their lightsabers and they start fighting. And Qui gons sticking his lightsaber into the wall, trying to get to the Japanese aliens, and it starts melting or everything. I really liked the visual. Of that that was, was like ridiculous. that was the first time seeing a lightsaber used like that.
2: And the first time a lightsaber just doesn't immediately cut through something. Right, he has to actually work it a little bit.
0: And just the music there, and he's turning it, and then just and, it in. And it's molten metal. Exactly, and the and if you read the books, there's lots of scenes where Luke would do like he would cut holes in the wall and do stuff like that. So it was cool to actually see that. So that for me, and it was the beginning, which is like, okay, this might be okay, and then it wasn't. But that's my number five, uh, Scott. Uh,
3: my number five would be the I guess about halfway, three quarters like. There's, like, four acts in the first movie, but uh, somewhere in the middle, they, they get to Kurosan uh, for the first time, and just seeing Cursant as a real civilized planet, um, I think it's one of the few things that the prequels has going for them, is it gives you a much better sense that the galaxy really is full of people. Uh, obviously, there's, like, budget and time constraints for the first movies. They, it always felt, like, very small. like It, it felt like a smaller scale. As far as the the stakes of people and stuff, other than the yeah. Alderaan getting blown up, you never really feel like that there's too much you know mistake <coughs> at stake you know, as far as millions of those people. It. Yeah, I mean they, they they say oh yeah there's you know like a lot of people in the universe, but you never really, you know that's tell not show. And this time you actually see you know Kurosawa, so I thought that was cool. The whole planet is just one big city. Yeah. So you're, taking, you're
0: saying the establishing shot of Coruscant when they arrive. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool special effects. All right, Alex. Uh, the
2: ETs in the Senate. Okay. Because I spotted them not the first time I saw the movie, but one of the other times. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I think those are ETs. I got a kick out of that.
0: Okay, pretty cool. <laughs> What's your number four? <laughs>
2: My number four is...
0: I know we're reaching here, so I can't expect yeah. much more than
2: that. Queen <laughs> Amandala's mid-drift.
0: Okay. It's that, uh, that, 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 tiger cat. that gets an honorable mention for me. <laughs> same, same here, Scott. I had his honorable mention. That's
2: my number four. Nice abs.
0: That Lucas loves uh, showing women's bodies off, apparently. I guess that's the one thing he kept consistent yeah, with. Uh, he makes strong female characters, who, but he still wants to see some skin. Mm, good
2: old turkey Nick.
0: And and that scene too—the tiger just, just, ah, and then just, yeah, perfectly rips her midsection Mm off. Pretty nice.
3: All right, Scott, Uh, my number four. uh, We get into some dialogue from *Revenge of the Sith*. uh, There's a ton of bad dialogue. This is (laughs) probably the worst when they're having their fight in the middle of the goddamn lava river. Of (laughs) Of course. Apparently using the Force to block all the lava around him, which Anakin doesn't use later on, like a few minutes later. But anyways, um, Obi Wan tells him, "You were supposed to bring balance to the Force, not you know, not join the Sith." And then uh, Anakin replies, "From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Like just absolute." giving... Ah, this is bullshit. This can't
0: be your, one of your favorite moments, because this is a shitty moment. No, well, that's what I'm saying. That's ironically good. Yeah, no, I know. it's
3: so bad that I find it fucking hilarious. It's like my favorite talking point from any of the three movies, so it's on my list here. I always look forward to him saying it. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like you give your audience zero credit at this point. Like, he's fucking murdered children, but we, has, we still have to have him go like, well, no, I'm doing this because... Like, ugh... Just completely overwrought, unnecessary. Like, uh, I, I guess you still want him to be like, "Oh no, I'm doing this because I think I'm it's right." Like,
2: uh, it's so-, so, from George Lucas's point of view, <laughs> we're the
3: idiots. Yeah. yeah. Right, that's my number four.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say the whole fight scene is the worst moment in all of Star Wars because it's the most looked forward to moment, and it was done so poorly, and that dialogue is. So bad.
2: Obi-Wan Kenobi meet Anakin Skywalker. Hey, how you doing? So what are we doing next? What's going on?
0: I believe in democracy. Uh, Alright. <laughs> Alright, Your number four, Jeff. Alright, my number four. This is another it's a quick moment. It's a total visual scene. And it stands out from the from every other scene in the movie. And but it's Attack of the Clones during the big battle. So the Jedi come in and they're at the big battle with the droids and there's this one shot where there's just dust and lasers going everywhere and there's clone troopers and one of them has his goggles up and he he points and there's all of a sudden you go up to the command post and there's these stormtroopers looking out through there i don't know if you guys know the scene i'm talking about but it's just a really cool scene that does not fit with any other scene in, in any of the movies but it's so awesome like <laughs> it's the one scene where stormtroopers or clone troopers Seem cool and like, I mean, they're always cool, but like, they seem like a real military thing, and it reminds me a lot of the, not the car, well, the cartoon ca- cartoon, not the digital one that came out later, the popular one, but the, like the shorts, remember those?
2: Yeah, Getty Turtletowski that uh, directed those.
0: Yeah, and I, I did see all those, but there's a couple that I saw, and they made the clone troopers really cool, they're all hand signals and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that one scene just really reminds me of that the laser blast and them doing that i don't know i'm reaching here too but that, that is a real i'm trying to find genuine moments that i like and that is one of them. <laughs> all right my number three is the chase scene at the beginning of the attack of the clones when uh anakin or obi-wan comes just jumping out of the window and and that for the same reason that scott mentioned coruscant either earlier that i like that because it was at night and it was just cooler and just seeing how a busy you know a busy futuristic new york city would look and yeah, some of it's stupid with the Cabulba driver a boodoo and all their stupid shit and yeah, he's hanging. and
3: <laughs> other stupid shit.
0: Gotta hang on to your lightsaber boy and all that stuff. But I don't know. I really enjoyed that whole <laughs> that whole stuff. And yeah. It was cool. And that's another thing where it didn't feel like Star Wars and that but it made that because you had that scene, now it was part of Star Wars, that kind of sci-fi. Like, that whole city stuff almost reminded me more of Blade Runner than Star Wars. But yeah. then it was cool because it kind of brought it into the Star Wars universe. Anyway, that's number three. You want to uh, buy some dead sticks? Yeah, maybe not so much that. You know what? That's kind of cool, too. Just, <laughs> you want to go ahead and rethink your life.
2: Well, or... Slee's baggedo. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Uh, uh, whoever's next. Scott. <laughs> All
3: right. My number three three. uh, in Attack of the Clones, right after Obi-Wan and Anakin have gotten their ass kicked by Count Dooku, you're the little click of Yoda and his walking stick and he walks up. And just the anticipation for me before the fight starts, the first time I saw it, was like the coolest thing out of all three movies. Uh,
1: Because finally...
3: Yeah, so, and then, yeah, right at that point, and then, yeah, I had that doubled up by a guy yelling out in the movie theater, fuck him up, Yoda, because he was, like, I yelled out what we were all thinking, (laughs) so, but, yeah, it's finally, we're all finally going to see Yoda kick some ass, and they even alluded to this, where at one point, uh, is it Anakin or Obi-Wan, that's, uh, I think it's Anakin, that says, I want to be, like, as powerful as Master Windu, and great of a swordsman as Master Yoda. Like, so Yoda's got a like, temptation as the best, like, lightsaber user in the Which Jedi you think, or whatever.
2: You'd think it would be backwards. Yeah,
3: but anyways. But whatever. So still, yeah. They fight, and the fight's okay. I still think Yoda should beat him handily. Yes. Just, but whatever. But just the anticipation, though, him just walking up, like, all hobbled, and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Like that's when I, The first time you saw it, yes. But then after that, it kind of ruined it because the fight was kind of cheesy. Yeah. But you're right. That, that time, the anticipation, the whole time, you're like, oh, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, well, you you better run, shooter. <laughs> Jumping frog. Uh, Kermit Skyhopper. <laughs> <laughs> Alex.
2: My number three is uh, Revenge of Sith Anakin Skywalker getting burned by the lava. Man, that was, that was harsh. I was not expecting that. <laughs> it was like, okay, he jumps up because, don't try it, Anakin, I'm on the higher ground. Then it gets his legs chopped off. Oh, well, you kind of see that coming. But then, like, the lava claws at him and he starts, his face gets all, ugh. And then Obi-Wan just leaves him for dead. Jeebus. That was harsh, and that's why I like that scene.
0: All right, cool. That's a legitimate Damn. scene. I'll, I'll take it. I
1: hate you.
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's a lot of hate. Yeah, that that actually was. I mean, yeah. how he got that way was pretty stupid with the higher ground, but that <laughs> that itself. Yeah, was pretty, yeah, yeah. All right, what's your number two?
2: My number two is actually right after that, which I I still have problems with this. But seeing Anakin get transformed into Darth Vader was
3: pretty. No, sorry, not that before
2: all that before that like the surgery that he has to go in the ink (laughs) there's no anesthetic they just put this shit on him it's like really (laughs) palpatine but he's in agonizing pain and all these robot parts are getting hooked up to his nerves and he's screaming out when the face mask is finally is for the first time getting put on on him oh that was also harsh but my problems with that is wouldn't that shit be put on for hours? It took like 10 minutes to put them together.
1: So that
0: was my biggest complaint with that. It's like, yeah, that should have been like a long, drawn-out yeah. thing. And it was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> turbo time. Now we got a Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> and number two. Well, he had this mask just ready for him. Yeah, that's everything. the one. It's
2: like, what? <laughs> Wouldn't he have like generic prosthetics first and then he would customize them over the years?
0: Yeah, it'd be like Spider-Man's first couple nights out on the job where he's just wearing like a, well, a onesie and a <laughs> ski mask or something, and eventually he builds the Spider-Mans.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I still like that scene. Yes. That's my number two. Right. Scott.
3: Scott. My number two is trailer bait. Uh, but when they finally get to the end of the first movie, when there's like four different things going on at the same time, but <laughs> but Obi Wan and and or, yeah, and Qui Gon confront Darth Maul and tell him like, "Run, we'll handle this," or whatever they fucking say. And then, yeah, then the duel of fate starts up, and then Darth Maul and then is he ignites? What what's the proper term for turning on a lightsaber?
2: I think it ignite. Yeah, yeah,
3: in the book, it's always they always ignite. Is it okay? So he ignites the other end. I was like, oh, man, that's so fucking badass. Oh, shit. And it was and still is. Yeah. Um,
0: So that's my number two as well. Or, yeah, my number two as well. Um, The music, I think, definitely makes it. Darth Maul makes it. I mean, I would say from that point all the way through until – the very end when Obi Wan's hanging there is a really good. <laughs> it's really good.
3: I, I think they actually did a good job with Darth Maul as far as making him menacing. Which did yeah. like they, they to get rid of him for the rest like he's was like pretty one dimensional, but he's still very menacing. Yep. Which you know works for what they have him do.
0: So I always wondered if that really pissed George Lucas off. He said he spent so much time and all the special effects, and the only thing that people liked was the guy who wore makeup. <laughs>
1: probably like
0: i am yeah. <laughs> i don't know i i i really dug i know some people think that that fight seems a little too choreographed whatever i still like it and the uh when he kills when a noble <laughs> Gon's noble in
2: <laughs> no that's at the funeral
0: <laughs> the uh oh, okay Anyway, when the lightsaber hasn't even, like, gone all the way through Qui-Gon, he's already looked, and like, looking at Obi-Wan, getting ready to fight him. It was, like, such a remorseless killing machine. That was cool. awesome.
2: Yeah, he just think, stabs him and walks away without even looking back at, at Qui-Gon's.
0: Yeah.
3: I think that was the coolest part of the of the whole fight, because it kind of harkened back at that point to the, like, uh, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, where most of those fights were, like, dialogue and then some fighting. Where there was no dialogue, but you have uh, Darth Maul just kind of standing around looking menacing. And then Obi-Wan's like hopping up and down like he's super pissed. So like, there's actually a lot of motion packed into that little exchange there that kind of helped with the the rest of the fight until, yeah, Obi-Wan's just hanging from the cliff.
0: Yeah, I mean, up until that point, it was, uh, you know, the mentor. uh... Sparks. (laughs) Sparks. Best friend slash mentor uh, trainee fighting each other, and then it was always father and son. So yeah, it was always personal. This was just, you know, two people people from the both sides of the opposite spectrum just fight each other. Who just they they don't. There's no connection whatsoever. They just got to kill each other. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's all I got to say about wait, that. You, oh, wait, it,
2: wait, you got a green lightsaber? Oh shit, mine's red. Well, here we go.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and then my number one would be like the whole Order sixty six scene from Revenge of the Sith. That was pretty cool. The music, um, just how you see all these Jedi. I mean, Jedi that we really didn't know too well, but you knew they were kind of uh, most of them got like chumps. Yeah, they were. God uh, damn it, toy bait. But that's kind of how you would think would you'd have to drop. You know, get the drop on them. Right.
3: I mean, under- they did establish that like certain things the Jedi would have a hard time handling, like the robots with the or those. Those roller robots with the shields and things like that,
1: right? Hmm.
2: If only they could have some sort of power that would let them see into the future.
0: Yeah. Oh wait. Um. I so God from dead. my point from my point of view, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, the, just the fact that this is the world he set up, and living in the world that the movie had, where this is, I thought it was fine. I, I like that. Whole, those those guys being killed. Uh, or Darth Vader slash Anakin leading the troops into the Jedi Temple, uh, killing the younglings and stuff. (laughs) I like that. Take that, Jet. So that's my number one. Scott?
3: My number one goes back to Alex's where... uh, Midrip. No. Oh. (laughs) Where where Anakin's being burned alive, uh, and you actually get what might be the most poignant moment out of all three movies, right before Obi Wan walks off and leaves him for dead, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. do you actually some somehow someone like George Lucas must have been on the set that day, or must someone have, directed did the action. <laughs> yeah, because you actually get some real acting out of Ewan McGregor there. Yeah, you know, he's like, <coughs> super upset, and you know he tells him, uh, you, "You know you're supposed to bring balance to the force." You know, and then he finally says, "You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you," and I and I thought that was very poignant, just because. That actually, you know, that goes outside the whole thing about being a Jedi. Like, you're not supposed to have emotional attachments like that.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, and, and it kind of is a nice dichotomy there where Obi-Wan's just as capable of feeling emotion as Anakin. But, you know, he's, he's able to keep his discipline, you know, and stay on the right side of the Force. Um, and yeah, you just you get some actual emotion. It actually feel like one of the characters feels something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah great scene from Ewan McGregor
2: I thought your number one was going to be CGI babies
3: CGI babies Uba, <laughs>
2: Uba. <Uber, Uber>. Uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you when my wife had our kids the android that helped deliver them was not that nice yeah
3: she died of a broken heart <laughs> <laughs> really that's your professional doctor opinion Medical opinion.
2: I was not programmed well.
3: <laughs> this this woman. So in other words, this woman would rather die because the man she loved turned evil, rather than live and raise her children. Yeah, that's realistic. That's real good there.
2: Or she just burst a blood vessel somewhere. They
3: could have just had her die in childbirth. Like, <laughs>
1: like that's that what I thought was. Always yeah, happening. that
3: would have made like okay. Like no, no one with that No, medical. that's no, right.
2: I thought she was going to be alive for a while because I remember in um, Return of the Jedi when Luke was in the Ewok village. Is like, did you did you know your mother? Oh, but then again, she was talking about her adopted mother, probably. And she's yeah. like, oh, I just yeah. remember she was warm and everything. It's like, talking oh. about J- and Jimmy Smiths. Yeah,
3: that's right.
0: But I was I always thought the same thing too, Alex. Like she does say that she remembers her, but I don't know which mom she's talking about. Yeah. Um, I just before we go into Alex's number one. The last like ten minutes of Revenge of the Sith totally feels like George Lucas is like oh shit. I've set a bunch of stuff up in the seat in the real movies that I haven't addressed yet. So okay, she dies just because I don't can't figure it out yet. Um Force Ghost, Force Ghost. Oh, hey, quite learned to do the Force Ghost stuff. Yeah. Go talk to him. Um, <laughs> um Erase the droids' memories. Uh, let's go deliver the babies to the planets. It's just like, everything just happens, like, all of a sudden. It's like, bam, 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 bam. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> that will shut them nerds up. Uh, That's pretty much what I <laughs> he did He
1: was that.
2: writing some whole elaborate senate scene about what to do. Yeah.
0: George, the mom, what's weird with the mom? Oh,
2: shit. Uh, well, we'll have dying. a council meeting, and, uh, no, no, we can't do that. Well, the ab- breathing apparatuses. Uh, I don't know. Uh, she's dead. Yeah.
0: How come when all these Jedi are dying, they're not turning into ghosts? <laughs> uh, they haven't figured that out yet.
3: They weren't taught Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's going to figure it out? One of the dead ones. Wait, how does the dead one figure it out if he's already dead? Ah, shut up. It's Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Alex, you're number uh, one. You
2: guys want to guess? My number one moment in all of the prequel movies.
3: Mm, it wasn't the midriff? Or did said already that?
2: That's my number yeah, that's four. Right. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's uh, Queen Amidala brushing her hair, going, I am so in love with you.
3: <laughs> Close. Is it, I will not stand by while you discuss this in a committee.
2: <laughs> I did like her hair in that
3: scene.
0: Um, <laughs> it's when when Anakin kills a qu- uh, base window and he goes, what have I done?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know what it is, Alex. Is it, is it when he slaughters the sand people? I slaughter oh. them all like animals.
2: Damn it, that should have been my number four. It's, or my number five in place right. of ETs. All right, what is it, Alex? <laughs> I can sum it up in one word. Yarg! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's from an actual puppet. It's not a CGI thing. It's a puppet alien that says this. And it makes me spit up whatever I'm drinking every fucking time. <laughs> uh pod racing scene.
0: I remember when you and I were watching that and <laughs> oh, we were dying. I
1: forgot about that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pod race dying in pod race. Pretty terrible.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right. That's it for this week. Uh, Alex, what are we talking about next week and Star Wars topic?
2: So next week, it wouldn't be the holidays without uh, some pie. So next week, we'll be talking about a movie I recently reconnected with. Pie? Um, American Pie.
3: Oh. Yeah. All right. Have we done an episode of American Pie?
2: No. Oh,
1: I don't think We've so. We've
2: talked about some of the incarnations, but American Pie number one, <laughs> I recommend you guys watch it again. It's It still holds up. It's pretty awesome.
0: Okay. I've seen it a bunch, so I should I shouldn't have to watch it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what you say about every movie.
0: No, I don't. This one that's what I know. This is the one where he um has it went to Gremlins, right?
2: <laughs> that's the one.
0: Alright, what's our Star Wars topic?
2: Your top five uh laugh out loud moments in all all, right. all six movies. I could make it hard and no. It's even not hard in the new in the old movies. Okay.
0: Cut. Top five right,
2: chuckle-worthy fun. moments in Star Wars.
0: All right. Sounds you guess what my number
2: one's gonna be.
3: Yard. Just slaughtered so them all like animals.
2: I'll omit that one, just <laughs> to be fair.
0: Uh, wait. <laughs> Who did <need> that? Ta-
2: <laughs> that one too.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>
2: So, damn it. I'm missing two things from my fucking best things you thought about the prequels list. God damn it.
3: You mean you couldn't come up with five things?
2: Gah, I'm struggling here, man.
3: I don't know. Jeff and I had no problem at all.
2: Yeah, because you guys suck.